welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Travis Scott. Hello. Yes, I am here. Hello. <laughs> yes. What are we doing this week, Trevor? Um, we're going to go back to some classic click pitch. It worked well last week with our, you know, Leonardo DiCapitatrio <laughs> and um, the Spider Cell game and all that sort of stuff. So let's that's some let's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right, three, two, one, click. Body, demon, demon. Demon. Okay, I like that. There's never been a game about a demon, I don't think, with demons in it. In a body. I kind of like the idea of you've got to do things to stop the demon from, like, taking over. Coming. Okay. Okay. I do like, um... (laughs) Yeah, I do like potentially losing control over parts Mm. of your body. Actually, now, (laughs) now I'm picturing almost a... Octodad kind of situation in a sense where at different parts of the level, you just won't have control over your left arm or whatever. And you have to prevent it from like getting close. Like if you get close to a knife, it's just going to fucking grab it and like stab you in the head. It's a couch co-op. Four players. And whoever's in control of the body is, you know, doing whatever. And everyone else is trying to, to like- do little mini games and stuff to to gain control of the body so that they can okay yeah so that they yeah. can do more get more points for their god or whatever and it's sort of like okay so they're competing demons it's like an it's a asymmetrical kind of thing where so one person is there's one body but the body four the people person. who are who are trying to control it <laughs> so like as in yeah okay three demons and the original owner of the body well, I'm even saying just- Or four, just four demons. Just four, all, four demons. All vying for control. All vying for control. <laughs> okay. Okay. I do like it that it's almost a territorial thing where you might get control of like both legs. And as long as you're able to fight off your opponents from getting back the legs. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't matter if they've got control of the arms because you, you've got the locomotion. You can like- get to your church or whatever the hell you're trying to do or like, you know, get to whatever sacrifice you have to- Actually, I kind of like that you have to sacrifice different things or like, yeah, that you have different goals of making this body kill something, destroy something, build something, get somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that- This is good because, yeah, I'm picturing someone's got control of the legs, so they're just like, all right, fucking book it. But then the person who's got, you know, the left arm grabs onto something and they're like, yep. nah, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I am not letting go. But then, you know- the- <laughs> Someone who's got control of the other arm get, gets an axe and just chops off the other arm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's very, like, Evil Dead-esque as well. Um yeah, and then, like, you can do something to grow back an arm, you know, to grow back a limb, but you can definitely chop off limbs yourself. Okay, that's really cool. I think that could be really fun. So, what happens when- What happens if you have control of one leg and the, and somebody else has control of the other leg? Like, what is the sort of the movement like? <laughs> it's just quop. <laughs> you have- con- you have- you know, you yeah, can sort of like, snake it. 
Well, yeah, I was wondering, is it is it that you are controlling each leg individually so that if you do have both control, maybe you can just, like, alternate the triggers or something and you will walk? Yeah. Essentially, like, you pull the trigger to move a leg forward. Mm-hmm. But, if, yeah, if someone else has control and they're not moving, you're just going to, like, turn in circles. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that might help you. You turn in circles to reach something, chop off that leg, and now suddenly you can hop in the direction you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> until, they, until they grow it back. There are different things that you can do, like, mini-game-wise that, you know, you can be hitting hitting buttons with maybe the D-pad. That is to sort of Simon says it. And if you're getting a good a good combo going, then you can, you know, use some of those powers to, to yeah, sort of I wonder if take there are over. Better, I wonder if there are better mini-games. Because I almost feel like they should be- co- The mini-games should be competitive- that whoever has control of it now, you're fighting against them and they have to do something to defend against you to to keep control of it. And obviously, that's taking concentration away from what they're doing in the world with the control they currently have. Um, but also, it might be that if they had control of the left leg and the left arm, they might be fighting a war on two fronts to try to defend that yeah. from two different people trying to get control. So, yeah, I wonder if there's something there where maybe you just have to, like, maybe it's almost a rhythm thing where you have to just match. I mean, again, it's Simon yeah, says, yeah. says-ish, but it's coming from the other person in some way. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I, can defi- I can definitely see a, a, few different, a few different things that you can do. Like, maybe all you can do is focus on one limb at a time and- you're basically vying for for control of that limb, and then if you if you manage to get high enough points in that, then you can mm. you know maybe switch over to the over to the next one. I mean, while you 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 could go all out, and you could almost have in the corner of the screen where there's there's a there is some sort of battle going on, whether it's like a freaking like two D fighter or a, you know like you actually have to win a game of Street Fighter against them, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Um, but if you've got two of those going at one time, like, yeah, you, you can switch back and forth between them to go, okay, I need to fight off this guy. Okay, I need to fight them off a bit, fight them off a bit, but you're obviously going to be distracted. It's going to be a lot harder to do. And meanwhile, you know, green has taken control of the whole body and they're, and they're just, they're just booking it to the, to the church to to sacrifice. But yellow's taking control of the head and he's just screaming (laughs) to try to get the police to come and stop them or something (laughs) like try to get people to to step in. (laughs) I love it. That's really cool. I, yeah, obviously the mini game thing, I think, I think that would be a key thing because you'd want to find something where you do have to give it some, Level of attention, but you can switch away from it for a few moments and and still, you know, you'll probably lose a bit of momentum or something or a a bit of your lead, but you could theoretically, like, fight off both at once or at least for long enough to do whatever it is you were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's fun. All right. Cool. Like it. Let's leave it there, though. Don't you want to click? Okay. East. Sequencer. Okay. So that could be like DNA sequencing, or it could be a gameplay mechanic of like putting things in sequence, maybe cardinal directions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, cardinal directions does kind of make sense, but. Is it a. <laughs> is it a direct. A um, giving directions game? Like you have to kind of 
know the city well enough mm-hmm. and then someone will come and say, hey, I'm looking for the McDonald's. And you have to give <laughs> verbal directions. You have to be like, okay, second left, turn right. <laughs> and then you get scored based on where they end up. <laughs> Can they see the McDonald's from where you sent them? Yes. Then that's good enough. Yeah. You, know, you, get, you, get, you get a few points. <laughs> it's like reverse GeoGuessr. <laughs> 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 you could do it. You could do it with Google Maps. It's like, where do you live? Okay, we'll set it. We'll generate a world around the t- around your town. Yeah, <laughs> procedurally build up some of the buildings, and then have, and then you can wander around, and people will come and ask you for directions. Yeah, how do you explain the five ways to them? <laughs> oh, I mean, that's literally you know, take the second exit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The, the, the bad thing is going to be, do you have to do it in a way that Google Maps, like, directional thing will be able yeah. to match up, uh, be able to decide if you got it right or not? <laughs> Go straight through that one. Take a right. <laughs> I'm saying from, right. from our side of it, like, you go yeah. straight through the first one, you take a right, and then you and then you go straight through, and that's on Hull Road. Or <laughs> like, take a left. <laughs> Just so weird. Like, if listeners at home- Check out, like, five ways in Ruralbark. It's three roundabouts in a row. It is insane. Yeah. And we love and it because awesome. it's so and easy. Awesome. It's so yeah, easy it's to actually, drive through. Like, once, once you know you, what you're doing. Once you know what you're doing, traffic mostly just flows. Uh, it, it can get- it can, it can back up a little bit at peak time, but not too much. So. No. The local gem. Yeah. All right. Three to one click. Yep. Overshoot. Postmaster. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't like the word shoot and postal. <laughs> like no, no, no. I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking about like catapulting mail or something. <laughs> yeah. Like delivering mail through some methods of method of propulsion. Yeah. That you have the ability to overshoot. I mean, when we went to PAX, we were playing a game Kiwi, which is sort of about- Doing mail and that sort of stuff within mm-hmm. within a post office, we kind of know that that can be kind of fun. Yeah. What if you had to automate mail sorting through some sort of mm. um, aerial acrobatic sort of things that, like, shooting <laughs> yeah. packages across? Like, okay, uh, red packages go into this into this shoot. Green packages go over here. Or, I, I've I've long wa- I've long liked the idea of of an automation game that has yeah like physics. a lot of <laughs> a lot of physics a lot of shooting through things through the air sending them down tubes you know moving obviously there will be conveyors as well but moving away from conveyors as the main method of uh, transporting things and yeah, yeah more propulsion <laughs> more catapults more more like rivers. <laughs> Of water, you know, <laughs> you just flowing get inflatable water. rafts that go down yeah. and drop it off. So, are you thinking of this within like the sense of a building, or are you thinking? I think a massive large, warehouse. Larger. I think okay, a massive like a, warehouse. So, like, like warehouse sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That I, I like that, and uh, I want it to end up that you you end up with. A Rube Goldberg esque thing in a way, but efficient. Like an efficient. When I say Rube Goldberg, I mean I want to see stuff coming in from the top, 
going down tubes, landing on a conveyor, going along, getting on a catapult, launching across to the other side of the of the warehouse, catching in a funnel, you know, but you but working well. Yeah. So my thought is you start off the game and you and you've got like um, I'm kind of thinking of it. Similar to remember the remember the game where you had to like do all the flight plans and and get all the mm. all the all the things um, all the planes, the planes onto the yeah. So the in this massive three yeah. D warehouse, you get given an entrance point and an exit point for like the red packages. Yep, and you you set that up however you decide to set it up. Yep, that is now for this run. That is the permanent way that red. Is going to go. You cannot change oh, it again. Okay, so it's, le- it's and less now about- it's like green comes in and it's like okay, it crosses over here. So where can I cross that over? And the further mm-hmm. that you go through the game, like you get to the end of it, it's like okay, this is this is the crazy run and this is the crazy shit that's going yep. on with this. Yeah, yeah. So it's less about it's less about building your perfect, most efficient thing with all the tools you have and like rebuilding things to be it's more efficient more about, when stuff comes up. It's you've got a time limit with your, and you've got to yeah. get this done now. And Okay, I like that because it simulates uh, my everyday job where technical debt will come to bite you in the ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I think, I think then what you can do, though, is it's not just, oh, like, okay, I've built this one tube for red things to go down and then the yellow one has to, like- cycle around that or do different things. If you want, you can join the yellow up to that and red and yellow will be going down together, but at some point you have to detect and split them again. And so that sort of it sort of gives you a bit more flexibility, but then you can also fuck yourself with that because oh shit, now that I've got this extra requirement, I actually need to split red out sooner because I can't have yellow going in that same direction or whatever it is. And so you yeah, you will just end up with this crazy connections between all these different things that work, but they're but the, but how do they work? No one knows anymore. <laughs> By the like, time you, you get to the end, it's like, oh what what was the timing of for red? Is one going is is a package gonna launch now? No. Okay. Cool. I can fit that in. I can fit yellow in. Yeah. In this. In this. That's it. I know, actually like that a lot for now. an automation <laughs> thing. I think that. I think that's actually kind of a new twist where it's more. It really is more about puzzle solving based on your previous mistakes, almost, or just your yep. previous assumptions or, or decisions. Yeah, I, I like that. I like, and I, I like the idea that later on levels can actually be okay. Now we're now we're implementing this in this warehouse and it's got like only one little like window at the top that you can pass packages through. Yeah. And you just gotta time it out. That you know, yeah. you catapult it through that through that window and it's like, okay, now you gotta be able to capture that and be able to split again and you know, it's it's all about time limited puzzles. Like you just Well, I definitely like the idea as well that you know, you you do want a bit of a reset because you don't want them having to deal with their mistakes from the very early game all oh, the no, way through. No. But I feel like as you move from re- warehouse room to warehouse room, it's based on how you finish the previous one is like the timing or whatever that it comes into this one. <laughs> it might You <laughs> might get them, you know, you might just get this random pile of letters flying through 
uh, and you're like, why is it coming two greens and then a yellow and then three blues and then another yellow before it repeats? And then you're like, oh, fuck, that's because of that previous <laughs> level where that was that ended up being the only way I could solve it. Um, I really, really want to see this game, I think. just How are you picturing it then? Uh, because there's, there's a couple of things here that- so, so, a couple of things that I like is I feel like you shouldn't be able to see at all times what type of package or letter is going through a tube, like, directly. Like, it's not where you can just see them lying on a conveyor belt, but you've got, like, little indicators and things. So, it might be that it's 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 like- you may even have to install them yourself. It's like, I need to know what's going through this pipe because I can't remember, like- you know, there's there's multiple things going in at the top. So, you put an indicator on it and it's just flashing. It's like yellow, red, red, yellow, red, 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 blue, red, red. Like, it's telling you what's <laughs> going through it at that point. So, you're looking at that and go, okay, I know when and where's that going? Right. It's going to come out there. <laughs> and so, there are moments where obviously it's open and you can see them. But I feel like almost as more of a, rest- a constraint as well is- And maybe maybe what you can do, though, is you can- hook up like a, a permanent um, dashboard or something up to that. Yeah. When you install one of these things, you can like drag it onto your dashboard and give it a name or something. And so it's like, okay, now I can see the timing for that. And I want to put one over here as well. And it's almost like debugging then, right? Like yeah. you're always trying to real time debug what's and, going and on. I, through I think the that system. is much later on levels. Early, early levels is just one entrance for a red, one entrance for a green, one entrance for a yellow, and they've got for one sure. exit. It'd have to be, and, yeah. You know, you you make them kind of you twister it up. You know, you, yeah. You know, is the is the right hand blue, yellow, <laughs> you know, left hand yellow thing where where you just make sure that oh. Yes, red went right down the middle, and it was so easy to get it there that we did something stupid just to get it working. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to deal with you know green has to has to cross over and um, be scanned into this point, and then hit this this for stamping, and then you know, and then go to the exit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah. it's got three stops. <laughs> yeah, well, particularly if that you've just got different ways that you can choose to transport it, and if you make certain decisions then it doesn't leave- it only leaves room for those other methods. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe one of those methods literally ends up being they go into a mail cart and a dude walks it across the factory floor around all this shit that you've built to another spot and puts it back into a machine. Because <laughs> that's, like, and if, the and only if you way you leave room through. for him because you just conveyor belted along the ground, well, you now have to build a bridge that is- yeah, Long like enough for him to, to be able to yeah. push the cart up and then down on the other side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or some sort of mail lift or, like, whatever. <laughs> or, if you really want to fuck him over, catapult. You can catapult him across and you're just going to have yeah. a good net to capture him. <laughs> <laughs> you may lose some mail. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't go over the uh, the, the threshold. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. Okay, that was really, really cool. Three, two, one, click. Yeah. Ministry. Argument. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't want to go into politics. No, no, I feel no, like no. that's boring um, or just frustrating. Um, is it about the band ministry? <laughs> <laughs> no. What, what if- 
I mean, yes, you could actually go politics, but it, as long as it was the Ministry of Arguments. So oh, the Ministry of Arguments. Okay. Yeah. So okay. if there are any arguments, this is the this is the the place that you you come to, and they they help you know arbitrate mm. any arguments, or okay. they're the ones who provide the arguments to the to the positives and the negatives. <laughs> they're like, here's the arguments you're allowed to have. Yes, and these are the these are the banned arguments. Yes. Mm. Okay, I feel like. I feel like this is maybe becoming more of a world building aspect then rather than the gameplay itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a world where there is this ministry of arguments and yeah, if they sort of- Yeah, it's a 1984-esque, they're cracking down on speech. Mm -hmm. You cannot discuss or argue. Well, no, you can discuss. It's only that you can't- uh, You can't get heated. You you can argue all you want as long as you you are using the ministry approved talking points. Yes. Yes. So, who- Now, who should be water the- be green? Well, according to the Ministry of Arguments, yes, it should. Because green is a natural colour mm. and blue is not. <laughs> you never see blue in nature, but you see green all the time. So, green is obviously the, the, the cleaner colour. That's it. You never <laughs> see blue in nature. Not since we darkened the skies. <laughs> And and demolished all the blueberries. So, who would be the hero who comes out against this oppressive ministry? Is it is it a are, are they someone from the debate team? <laughs> are they a writer? Are they I don't know someone you wouldn't expect to be good at argue or like? Do they argue their way sort of out of this situation? Um, I'm not sure. Mm. Haven't decided that yet. Well, you need to improvise, improvise something, Trevor. That's I know. The, the, the whole name of the thing. game. Like, <laughs> I, I can't think of who would be doing this. Uh, no. He's, okay, his name is Ben Slinger. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And Perfect for he's that. Got, he's got long hair. Mm. Um, Good improvising. Uh, and oh, some headphones. <laughs> you just turn off your camera so I can't be looking at you. <laughs> All right. I, I, think, uh, I think we're flailing on this one. I think it's because yes, we got into on. politics. <laughs> but yeah, three to one click. Welcoming. Valet. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Goes well Ooh, together. A, val- a valet game. Yeah, I feel like we've done something with the valet game before, yeah. but I, there's definitely some more meat on those bones. Yes. Is it that you play a valet in, in like, a 3D environment? Yeah. You get the cars come in and you get points based on how much you drive those cars around. Like, oh, I say. Mm. But if you if you crash the car at but all, if you then you're going to lose up. points because they're going to know that you joyride it, and you might lose. Yeah, your job. that is one way to go. I was I was here's where I went, and we can. This is not a yes and. This isn't. Yeah, but maybe uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I had a thought of what if it's like a fantasy valet where everybody has different mounts. Yep, and 
there are limitations to which types of creatures can be parked next to each other. You don't want to park a sheep next to a dragon. Exactly, right? Because that sheep is going to chow town. Like, it'll kill yeah. that dragon really quickly. We, because this, as we all know, world, dragons are allergic to sheep. Yeah. And the sheep take a good advantage of that uh, and slowly, slowly devour them. Yes. Uh, it, it turns out that dragons are severely allergic to wool. Yeah. Which is I why mean, you don't wear wool that suits. That shit can be itchy. Like- it gets in under their scales. Yeah. Yeah. No, they exactly. Um, and their head explodes because of the, the buildup of, of pressure of the smoke that's and it. stuff. Yeah. And then they get devoured. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. gruesome. You got to watch out for unicorns. They can be, you know, skittish yep. and do a lot of damage. Um, you need to make sure to give them the right food because if they start farting those rainbows, oh, those things are- You're in trouble. Yeah. And if we if we let those fat unicorns in, also known as rhinoceroses, um, mm-hmm. you know they try to go to town on the um, on the unicorns because. Well, that's it. You, you've got to be very careful about which unicorns slash rhinoceroses yeah. you put next to each other because they will go to pound town. Yeah, and you'll end up with rhinocorns. Unicorns are horny fuckers. <laughs> And unisauruses. <laughs> In fact, the whole thing is just just don't put, you know. It's just don't let the don't let the mounts fuck each other. Don't yeah. let them, the mount yeah. mount. Yeah. Uh, don't let them mount. That's the name of the game. Do not let them mount. Do not let them mount. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like, well, like you screw off in one level and then someone comes back with that particular hybrid, like a couple of levels later. It's like, yep. well, you fucking did it to yourself, man. <laughs> this was yep. your fault. You're gonna, you've now got to deal with a dragacorn. That's it. That's the worst of all because it they really like to the- eat sheep. These ones actually like to eat sheep, but they're still allergic to them. <laughs> And then they fire rainbows and, and fire. sulfur, flaming rainbows, <laughs> flaming rainbows. There's a band name for you. <laughs> okay, let's go one more, and then let's call it a night. Yeah, I think so. Okay, caught jabbing, ooh, jabbing and caught. C o u r t or c a u g h t? C o u r t. Okay. So I'm thinking like a tennis not, court? Yeah, like a tennis court. Like Yeah, like sport sporting. Yeah. Some sort of court. And jabbing. What what <laughs> what sport <laughs> could jabbing come from? Boxing. Okay. So So you're on a boxing court. <laughs> boxing and tennis. Okay. You have it's to, basically okay. down ball. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to punch you punch the ball out of the air. <laughs> back yeah, back over the net. Yeah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I like the idea of combining some sports here. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Boxing. To, to, to make boxing it more in fair, some sort of ball sport. It's a beach ball. So, it's nice and okay. big and you can- Yeah. Yeah. So, is it, is it tennis rules? Effectively, yeah. And you can choose to, like, jab, hook, uppercut- yeah. Which is essentially like your lob, your yeah. slice, your forehand. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole game. That's all it is. It's just different animations for tennis and a bigger ball. No. Uh, is it? Is this like a VR thing, maybe? Or is this a traditional, no, like we think, go the traditional, traditional route? Traditional. Mm. Play it straight. Back in, like, the early 2000s, EA Sports did release a, like, boxing game. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was 2004 Fight or something like that. Yeah, it could have been Fight Night. Yeah. Um, and that had some pretty cool, like- feel to yeah, it like yeah. you had a lot of a lot of weight behind the ball and all this but uh, <laughs> behind the punches <laughs> yeah. um the idea of being able to sort of have that third person gameplay and and you know sort of getting close as the ball is bouncing <laughs> down and just punch down. it through like, whack <laughs> <laughs> there's something about it that they kind so of- how uh, what I'm curious is how much do we take from each game? So, I think you're right. I think, like, the sort of third person behind the boxer sort of view. Mm-hmm. But then you're on what is essentially a tennis court. Yeah. Is the feel of it more like tennis or more like boxing? Like, is there is there sort of- Well, I think that's, f- what, that's why you want the beach ball, because the beach ball is slower moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But- you can't let it bounce twice. You know, it's a, it's a- No, no, of course. So, there's running involved. Yeah, there's running involved. And then you've got to be able to, like, y- you may actually have to do a low blow just to sort of, you know, launch it up into the air so that it- Yeah. Yeah. Sort of can continue. Um, do we allow kicks? I suppose that's oh, the question. Oh, it's more like UFC style. Yeah. I, th- I think- you're allowed you're allowed to kick it if it's too low. Like you cannot mm. get to it. Like you can sort of flick it up to then, you know, punch it. Oh, okay. So yeah. Maybe you've just got one one kick. Yeah, you can kick it once to essentially to place to, it. To place it up for you to, yeah. to basically um, punch it. Yeah. But the idea is that if you kick it and it goes over over and lands down on the ground without hitting your fist. Yeah, no, that's illegal. That's that's illegal. It's a fault. Yeah. Um, do we score it by tennis rules or by knockouts? <laughs> um I think it's tennis rules. Yeah. But you do get you do automatically win um win the rubber, which is the, the end of like the set or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you do if you get a if you do get a knockout or you do get a technical knockout, which is three in any one set, um, right? Yeah. So yeah. and knockout is assumed just by like hitting them with a the ball with enough velocity or enough velocity, and then you know basically and they miss it. Well, they get knocked to the ground. Like if they if they get knocked to the ground, then you know, and it'll happen a lot more often when they're volleying. You know, yeah. when, you know, they're sort of up here and you just. <laughs> it's you like know. speedball, you know, with speedballs back and forth, volleying. <laughs> volleying. <laughs> yeah, it's whoever gets the timing off. So, if you punch it through and they kind of block it and it launches up and you follow through and smash them in the face, mm. that's allowed. That's legal, okay. That's, that's legal net, because you just- you've hit the ball first with uh, the same punch. Oh, so follow through is, is allowed. Yes. You can't just attack them. No. 
But if it's from follow follow through, that's technically allowed. Okay. Yes. Because they deflect, yeah. they deflected the ball. Mm, like mm. technically, your punch was just following the ball. It was a legal move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I hit the ball like this, and you happen to get in the way, exactly. It's your own fault. It's your own fault. And if I happen to be kicking like this, you know, and you get in the way, and then I punch the ball down, like yeah, you know. If I'm, bite, if I'm biting like this, I'm just going to move my mouth like this. <laughs> Pie. <laughs> if I move my, my mouth like this, <laughs> just hits his head on the um, range. Um, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to leave it there on that Simpsons reference. Uh, if you'd like to find us online and listen to any more of our episodes, even just one more, like just listen to one more. See if you yeah. like that one too. Yeah. Uh, you can go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm and uh, they're all they're all there. Yeah. If you like the song that we play at the start of at the start and end of each episode, that song is called Mad Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. Mm. Um I listened to it the other day mm, on Kuridas.bandcamp.com. Mm. Uh, no, just just Mad Defiance. And oh, yeah. do you know what? I Holds forgot up. that there was a whole other part before we do the Oh, yeah, it's not the start of the <laughs> Yeah. We used to play a song in the middle, too. Do you remember? We used to have the Eye of the Storm. Yes, used to have Eye mm. of the Storm. Back when we thought, yeah, we're going to have ads. Well, we, we just put all our plugs there for a while, but uh, it became too much of a pain, particularly with guests on. Yeah, and we had to keep on repeating because the, that part of the song doesn't go for very long. So No, no. Maybe... maybe Maybe Ben will remember to put it in somewhere in this. <laughs> oh, he'll put an eye of the storm in. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I've still got that section that we used to use. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And I'm going postal, by which I mean organising organizing postal post office. Through, yeah. through the air. Yeah. Yeah.